from the Biscayne Bay Brew Hall and Lone Depot Park. It's time for Miami Marlins baseball with the inside corner. Here's your host, Steven Strom. All right, live from the Biscayne Bay Brew Hall, inside corner, Stephen Strom, Kyle Seelaw, special guest today, Braxton Garrett. Great to have you with us here on a Saturday afternoon, game three of a four-game set between your Miami Marlins and Pittsburgh Pirates. First off, Brax, thank you very much for joining us. It's been so fun watching you this season. I had, this, I had to write this down because you were optioned on April 3rd. You were called up April 8th, and then you just haven't stopped. You've had a tremendous year, 3-2 and two with the 3.64 ERA. What's it been like in, I mean, three months for you this season in 2023? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, getting sent down, you know, wasn't super pumped about it, but came back with a good attitude, and we've just been working really hard in bullpens and learning each and every start, so it's been a ton of fun. Go ahead, Kyle. I feel like your parents. I just want to tell you how proud I am. Yeah. It's so fun to watch <laughs> you do well, though, Brax. I mean, really. Thank you. You know, it's, it's, it's not easy to know that you're going to start the season in AAA. And then you get the opportunity up here, right? You just don't, you're the odd man out in the rotation. I know, let's get in the weeds first and foremost, because everybody's heard about this cutter, right? Yeah. And it's not easy to develop that on the fly at the big league level. Can you explain the origins of it, how it's come to be? And, I mean, it's allowed you to have so much success this season. Yeah, so, so the four seam for me before the cutter was a little bit different from my sinker, but we wanted it to be more different. Um, so just talking with Mel, we were thinking of ways to do it, and he just thought about trying to cut it a little bit, but not overcut it and try and do it naturally. Um, so from there, we just kind of messed with some grips, just kind of put the fingers together rather than spread apart on a four seam usually. Um, and it just came kind of quick, you know. It's basically throwing a fastball just on the side of the ball and I just think I do a pretty good job of manipulating the baseball. I have good feel with my hand and, and body. So, yeah, it came pretty quick. And, uh, you know, it wasn't just me. It was a ton of work uh, yeah, with, with Mel and, and everybody. What gave you the confidence you could do this in the middle of the season? Just in bullpens. You know, we, I, didn't, I didn't start throwing it one day and then take it into the game. I was working on it for probably a week and a half, two weeks or so and getting confident with it because I just I didn't want to go into a game with a pitch that I didn't feel like I could command in the zone because um, that's huge for me I'm not just going to blow guys away obviously um, so yeah that start against Arizona was really the first time we we took it into a game and and it worked you know we made some mechanical uh, adjustments after that brave start before the Arizona start too which helped so yeah it's just been a combination of things Braxton Garrett with us on the inside corner. And around 3.15, 3.20, we would love to have anyone step up and ask Braxton Garrett a question. Brax, um, you know, I think a, a, a question from fans sometimes, you, we see you once every five days. What are you doing in between those, uh, those four days uh, preparation-wise? Yeah, so it's pretty, day, pretty busy days at the field. Um, so first, my first day after is definitely my uh, – hardest day I'd say you know it's a long running um, a big lower body lift um, a bunch of arm care and then I get my arm worked on by the athletic trainer so that's a long day and then a day like today the second day is just some running and kind of chill out kind of give the body a day right bullpen day the next with a lift with it as well as the arm care the arm getting worked on yep. um, day before starts pretty chill we're just moving the arm making sure everything's coming out good 
just and building then, up for and that. And then video. game day, yeah. We, we work really hard. I also have some meetings with Mel the day after, but he knows how busy that first day after the start is. So sometimes I'll catch up with him either in the dugout or that second day. How's your golf game? It's getting better since the last time we played. How are you off sure. the tee? Long off the tee? What's the problem, around so, the green? Oh, the problem is certainly around the green. <laughs> um, I can't putt. My short-range chipping's pretty good, but 50 to 120 yards, not very good. Um, I'm an iron player, though. I strike the ball well with the iron. I hit them pretty far. Um, driver's not good, but I strike the ball well. We'll, we'll <laughs> keep it at that. Hey, let me ask you this, because we talk about this a lot. You know, you're a guy pitching in – 2023 in a day and age where it's so predicated on like 97 to 100 and all the strikeouts and blowing guys away and that's how you pitch how long did it take you to get comfortable with who you are in the big leagues because you're not like the rest of them you're not a Sandy you're not a Yuri you're not throwing 97 to 100 but I mean you appear to be comfortable with who you are you know who you are and you've been very successful doing it yeah I think I think that came along Uh uh-oh sorry folks I don't know what happened Go ahead, Brax. We're still on the air, but okay. uh, yeah, go ahead. Of course. Um, I was just – so I think that came along a little bit uh, in the middle of last year. Yep. Um, you know, there's times when I, I've tried to compare myself to all of our all of our studs, and that's just not the guy that I am. And, it, you know, last year started to have some success with what I do, and we're putting good starts together consecutively, and that just built my confidence more and more and just proved to myself that what I do works – um, and same as this year, you know, I've really, really just focused in on who I am and tried to perfect it. And, you know, I, I, I take a lot of pride in having really good command with everything. Yep. And I think the key to that for me is just throwing intentionally every day, you know, even in the grass and bullpens. And, you know, when I, I, my advice for young kids is to throw intentionally all the time in the grass. When you're throwing something, have a spot to throw it to. And if you hmm. miss, it's all right. It's right. all right. And that's, that's when you feel your body and you know why. Um, it's just know what good misses are. And that's just been working with Mel. And we've done a good job of figuring out what my cues are to get, get to where I need to be. We were just about to share secrets. Yeah, we're we back. were. Now we're back. Brax, a uh, couple of weeks ago or probably just a week ago for Father's Day, we had talked about just your relationship with your dad. And uh, just to piggyback on – being intentional with your pitches can you share with the audience uh what he had you doing as a as a youngster uh with with the, on the wall all that i would love for you to share that story yeah i was actually talking to my dad about this the other day um but yeah growing up my i don't think velocity got brought up in my household until maybe i was a sophomore in high school because that's kind of when they start to see what you got you yep. know yep. um but, yeah, we had a, I had a travel ball team at, like, 10 to 12 uh, in the Montgomery area. And he'd take me and a couple of my teammates in the backyard, and we had this net that we'd throw into. And he spray-painted a strike zone and put the nine quadrants in there. How creative. And we would throw bullpens, and he would keep a strike percentage and a spot <laughs> percentage. So if we tried to throw a fastball up and in, if it was a strike, he'd obviously it's a strike percentage, but if we missed the spot – it wasn't a spot percentage, obviously. So we were just all the time trying to get those numbers up and up and up. And it got to a point where he would, he would do it with high school guys here and there. Because my dad was a high school coach. Yep, yep. Um, and he would compare my numbers with high school guys. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. How big was your hometown? So I kind of moved around uh, growing up. But I graduated in Florence, uh, Alabama, northwest tip. And there's, I 
think 30,000. Oh, that's a big town. I think. Wow. I might be wrong. I'm not good with stuff like that. I graduated with 250, so about 1,000 at my high school. Oh. But there's several, several high schools. You in the Hall there. of Fame, I call? Up there? Yeah. No. Well, not Cooperstown. Yeah, you'll retire first. Yeah. Give me five years. <laughs> no, right, 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 you're not right. in the high school Hall of Fame yet? Uh, no, on, not we really. got to push for that. Come on. I, they might give me, give me some time. Yeah, I, had a, I had a pretty good high school career. So. <laughs> oh, well, no kidding. <laughs> first round guy. Um, you know, curing, I think, really does solve a lot of, or winning solves a lot of the cures here. Can you kind of take us behind the curtain and explain how much fun this has been with you and your teammates and winning? I mean, we haven't seen a lot around here, and you guys are in an unbelievable position. You're about to play here today, 43 and 34. You win a couple of games. You're going to take three or four from Pittsburgh. But what's it been like, this journey so far? It's, it's, uh, it's been a ton of fun. As you said, winning cures it all. You know, it, the atmosphere in the clubhouse each and every day we get here is amazing. Our flights, our bus rides, everything, the beat is up. And it's, just, it's an expectation, I feel like, at this point. You know, early on we didn't really know what we had, and then we just put together such a good run now to where we feel like we can win every game that we're in, whether we're down, obviously. We win so many close games. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere is great. When did not knowing if you were any good or not then turn to an expectation. Do you remember? Was it two weeks into the season? Is it not until recently you guys were like, no, we're going to win every night? You know what I'm saying? I mean, when, when do you think it was? We're not sure what we have to, oh, no, we know we should be winning. I'm not sure when that turning point was. I know, I know when we swept Oakland and swept Kansas City, I had a fantastic feeling about this team. Just I felt like we did what we were supposed to do, and – win games that we were supposed to win and I feel like in the past those are there's times where we lose games like that for whatever reason um but this team we're just different we're just different right uh, Coop had a had a nice speech after the game my uh, start the other day yep. you know after his big homer and he's been here six six years or so and he said he's never had a feeling about a team like this one I would agree Braxton Garrett with us now in the inside corner. Steven Strom, Kyle Seeloff, of course, Braxton Garrett. I I'm always curious. Let's just say we're at a baseball season. What's the off day of Braxton Garrett's dreams? Like, what are you doing on your off day? What do you like to do? Give us kind of a feel for that. So it, just depending where we are. If we're in Miami, I've explored a lot of Miami. Um, I like being outside. The beach is great, you know, a pool. Are you an ocean guy? I am. You I'll like go in a little bit. I don't love the sand, yeah. but... <laughs> My girlfriend loves it, so so I go, and we have, we have a good time out there. But I'm a pretty chill guy. I like to watch sports, uh, play golf when I can. Um, but, yeah, not a super exciting life out of me. I think it surprises a lot of fans sometimes that Major League Baseball players, there's a lot of them that you're not going home and watching MLB Network. Are you one of those guys, though? Do you like to see what's happening throughout the league? I, I wouldn't say I watch a ton of baseball games like through and through, but I like to keep up with some teams, how they're doing. Um, I have several friends um, up in the major leagues Who? that I keep up with. I play with a lot of guys, but oh, uh, the, the Will Benson's with Cincinnati. Um, oh, they're good. Brendan Donovan with St. Louis, another Alabama guy. Um, yeah, several. I know uh, Oviedo with Pittsburgh, who's starting tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been blessed. I, I've, I've played a lot of baseball with a lot of really good players. And, yeah, baseball, I'll tell you what, it'll bring you around a lot of people. Who was your guy growing up pitcher-wise? Clayton Kershaw. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to the day when I get to meet him and have the courage to talk to him. But uh, August, I think, right? Yeah. Um, you know, drafted, I was a fastball curveball. I had a big curveball, and I, I always like to mimic him a little bit there. Growing up, I, I don't even know when I thought I was going to be a pitcher. Growing up, I thought I was going to be a left-handed shortstop, just naively. <laughs> you know. I, I thought I was going to be in the infield playing as a young kid. So Dustin Pedroia was my guy. I We're loved going the, to Fenway. Yeah, I loved the Red Sox. So, yeah, I like, I like those gritty, hard-nosed guys who are – talented as well you're gonna sign the green monster when oh we're there? yeah have oh, you yeah. done it yet i have not i've never been my, yeah. pe- my dad's coming out too he's nice. pumped oh what year did you debut 16 oh i'm sorry when i debuted 2020 2020 wonder where the i guess yeah i guess you weren't up there the last time we were there what's that huh. baseball we got there hey if anybody has a question for braxton garrett we have a baseball that he signed for you guys you just got to come up to the microphone that's all you have to do now no guarantee the first question gets the baseball <laughs> But come up here. Come here fire, fire away here. Here we go. Go right ahead. Actually, two questions. Oh, you're good. Current umpires or the automatic umpires? I like the human element, I think. Uh, that's a tough subject. But hold on. Back to the microphone. I know. It's, it's humming. Hold on. Back to the mic. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. How do you approach right-handers versus left-handers? Oh, that's a good question. Good question. So... Obviously, be yours. obviously, right-handers are tougher for me, um, and a lot of them are really good down in the zone and down and away. So my approach, I like to get up and in on them with a cutter. I like to get their hands and then kind of see where their approach is at that point. Um, but, yeah, I cut up here at their hands. I'll sink it off that and find times to go away so they're not sitting in on me. And then I'll, and then I'll break that slider off. Sounds easy enough. <laughs> Le- lefties, I sink and slide for the most hey, part. Why do you cut your hat like that? I got a weird shaped head or a weird sized head, I'd say. Really? Do you really? So it looks normal. I'm a seven and three eighths, and all these hats are different, man. It's so annoying. Our, our, our throwback or our pinstripe hat is perfect. It's the best hat I've ever put on my head. Our home blacks, it's a little tight, but it's a little <laughs> better. And then this hat, like... It just it squeezes. It's so, a disaster. So the cuts, you could size up, you know. I can't. It's too big. The the half is too big. It's crazy. Yeah. But this hat gives me the most trouble, and the cut knit gives me a little bit of, a <laughs> little bit of uh, whatever. Hi, Braxton. Quick question for you. You're a Vandy guy, but who do you like, LSU or Florida, for the mm. World Series? Man, sounds like a neither. Those are both good teams. Yeah, not a fan of either, but. It's hard to go against LSU. Their team is just stacked. They have so much talent with the transfer portal and everything. I don't know if Skeens is going to get to throw, but. What's he throw, 101? For a long time. He's got some nasty stuff. I can't even watch him. Makes you jealous? A little bit. Those two guys (laughs) might go one, too, Cruz and Skeens. Yeah, either one. Either one could be picked first. Thank you You know what I was thinking about last night? I wanted to ask you this. Growing up as a fan, you're so irritated until the next morning, until you see your team win again. I think it would surprise people. How quickly do you guys, can you shake off a loss like last night? I think it's a lot quicker than the fans do. Yeah, definitely quicker. It's a long season, so we know losses are going to come, but, you know, last night was a tough loss, but this team, you know, we expect to come out and win today. So we'll wear it last night, and then today is a new day. We got a question. question here, yeah. Hello, Garrett. First, let me congratulate you 
on the 13 strikeouts. Thank you. Um, I have a question about the timing, uh, the clock on pitching. Does that affect you in any way? It doesn't affect me. I, I love the pitch clock, to be honest. Um, and that's coming from a guy, I think I have like five or six violations, which is one of the highest. <laughs> uh, but I love it. I, it just makes me move fast. It makes the game go fast. Um, yeah, I have no problem with it. The holding runners is a little bit more difficult, but I think we've – I've done a little bit better of a job quickening, quickening up my delivery when I need to. Why is it more difficult? Because you're so focused on the pitch clock and you, you're trying to get this thing out and you kind of – have that focus rather on the plate than the runner? Maybe a little bit. It, it just depends on the runner, and guys are just so much more aggressive now. I don't know why the pitch clock is just giving them so much confidence, but you're just seeing an uptick in attempts. Um, bigger bases, too. Right, bigger bases. So, yeah, they're just more aggressive, really, and we, we just we talk about it a lot, trying to figure out ways to hold them and change looks, change times, stuff like that. Braxton Garrett with us now, the inside corner. If you want to ask a question, come on and step up. Uh, Alabama, big football town. Were you a Roll Tide all the way growing up? So, or War Eagle? Growing up, I, I really didn't care. So my dad's from the Midwest. He's from Ohio. Um, kind of moved around as well growing up. He went to um, junior college in St. Pete oh. and then went to Troy University, and that's how we ended up in Alabama. Um, so, yeah, he was never a college football fan, but my mom's side of the family were big Auburn fans. Oh. Um, I, I never – I used to love going to the games. My, my uh, grandparents on that side live in Auburn still. So, still wasn't a fan. And then one day I just decided I was going to pull for Alabama. So, you can call <laughs> me a bandwagon, but I pull for them. But if they lose, it's not the end of the world like it is for oh, my Jesus, friends. Don't say that too loud. Holy Listen, my, my best friends – are die-hard Alabama fans, and they can't stand when I describe my <laughs> Alabama fandom, which I understand. Those are miserable it. people when they lose. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. They need a 24-hour grace period. I'll tell you a funny story about one of my good buddies. We went to see the uh, Alabama-Auburn game. I think it was three or four years ago. You know, we were watching the game, and they ended up losing. It was a tough loss. We were two and a half hours away from our hometown. He was so mad. He drove, <laughs> he drove two and a half hours home at – 10 p.m. because he was so <laughs> mad. He didn't even want to talk to anybody. He just drove home. It was the funniest thing. That's a little nuts, don't you think? It, yes, it is nuts. I was like, dude, come on. Do you get in on the fantasy football stuff here? I do. Well, I, I actually wasn't in our league last year, you but were? I do like fantasy football. Yeah. Who's Wait. your football team in the NFL? Give me your, give me your, give me your teams in general, or your players who you follow. It could be. We can go golf. We can go. Give me your top five athletes right now. So. Growing up, me, my family and my dad especially, we were never huge fans of teams. We were fans of players okay. and coaches. Um, but I always gravita gravitated towards the Boston area for whatever reason. Uh, they won a lot. Yeah, 2004 <laughs> was, I would say, probably the first year I really, really got into baseball. Um, and that was when, you know, the Red Sox came back and beat the Yankees. My oldest brother was a Red Sox fan, so I was like, I'm going to be a Red Sox fan. Um, but athletes – Kershaw, Michael Jordan, man. He was oh, good. Tom Brady, Tom Brady for sure. It's a pretty good list. Yeah, all the greats. You into hoops at all? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I keep up with it. I haven't watched as games? much. I've been to a few. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy basketball. That was probably 
in middle school my favorite sport to play just in general. I was a good basketball player, but I knew it, it wasn't my calling. Are you shooting guard? What were you? So I, I had an early growth spurt. I, oh, was, okay. I was like a little over six foot in the seventh and eighth grade. Wow. So I played down in the, in the post. <laughs> but I was you shoot lefty, I assume? I do. So if you want a Kershaw jersey and you want him to sign it, do, how, much is you, how much comes out of your pocket for that? What Probably just the cost of the jersey. Buddy, come on. You loved him. You got to get on that. I know. I, I, haven't, I just haven't got the opportunity. You're going to have the opportunity. That would be sick. A frame Kershaw jersey, yeah. two Braxton from Clayton. I know. I, Jesus, oh. Jesus has, a, has a pretty decent collection he's got going with some guys like oh, Tatis and Soto. Wow. And he's got some studs. But I've just kind of waited till I cement myself a little bit more Come at this level. <laughs> hey, you ever see Skip in the weight room? Oh, yeah. Give us a feel for what he's benching, what he's putting up. So, yeah. so I don't ever see him putting up a ton of weight. He, so, I mean, I always see him in there. He's in there in the morning when I get there. He's never missed a day. No. Never. No. He'll start running, which he'll admit he doesn't like doing, but he'll be on there for like 10, 15 minutes. got to do the cardio, yep. And then he just does like, it seems like five to ten rounds of 50 air squats, like 15 pull-ups. Dude, I can't do one set of 15 pull-ups, and he's just ripping them out. But he'll just be talking to us, and he just keeps going. He just, uh, Come he, on. I see him marking on the board rounds. It's like kind of crossfitty, but but I not a ton of weight. Least surprising. Have thing. you ever seen him get on a treadmill? I have. Okay, I've seen him do it once, and he just puts it on level 15 and just starts sprinting. And he doesn't have any headphones, and he just there's just nothing like running. That's got it all that's, up here. That's interesting behavior to just hop on that treadmill and just hit that sucker to 15 and just start blowing. He's a savage. He must, he must show up to the weight room hot. <laughs> he has. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. He has big expectations for you guys. It's, he's letting you guys have fun, but there's no nonsense. And these no people that are spending money to watch you guys play, he expects that you guys are going to show up and, you know, win for him every day. No doubt. He brings such, such a great attitude to the field. And then when it comes to ball, it, he's real serious. He's detail-oriented and... He has us thinking of things that we previously haven't thought of, just little things that win ball games that I think have paid, just been huge for huge us. Huge dividends, yep. yeah. You got a question? Question. I, I just wanted to say, I think you're going to be a Cy Young winner in your career because if you keep it up, you're getting better and better each but, year. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I think you deserve a baseball, Steve. How about you give him that baseball? Yes. Hey, come on. He's telling the guy he's going to be a Cy Young Award winner. Give hey, him a that's baseball. good to there hear. I go. appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's high praise. Very high praise. I would have went up there and said you were a Cy Young winner in your future to get the ball. <laughs> wow. Good stuff. <laughs> How do you watch this game today? You just, what, what are you taking? You know, you, well, so we see the Pirates at the end of the year. I guess maybe you'll face them again. But how do you spectate this game today? So I, I watch, obviously, I watch the pitchers a lot. I yeah. watch our pitchers and their pitcher. Um, and on our side, I'm just basically just uh, fanboying trying yeah. to, and trying to figure out what they're doing. Um, and, you know, I'll talk with several guys and like, hey, what would you do here? You know, what would you have done? What do you think caused this or that? Um, and then with the other guy, I'll just basically the same thing. I'll, maybe I'll talk to Nick Fortes or – Maybe give him something like, hey, if he goes down 1-0, he's going to go to this pitch, in my opinion. But I, try, I don't talk too much hitting with the hitters, that's for sure. No tips? Um, yeah, no. No, only if they have a question about pitching. Why do you think you and Nick have clicked this year? Mm. 
he's just caught me a lot and in the minor leagues and he's gotten just a ton better receiving wise calling pitches especially um and we have a good relationship off the field like i said we've played together a long time we hang out a good amount so there's there's a connection there a little bit you ever think about those old minor league days playing in front of 150 people i do does it motivate you yeah for sure i mean I, i i try and I try and be just so thankful every day of where I am. Um, but, yeah, I, we talk very often about the minor league days and, really? and how different it is. That's always a fun conversation. Brax, this was awesome, man. we got to let you go. G's giving me that look. But we Your appreciate checks in the mail. It. Thank yeah, you, Brax. We, we very much appreciate it, man. It was yeah. awesome having you here. Thanks right. for having me on, guys. Good stuff, Brax. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks.